If you could have a guide, someone to help you tell your story, give you the tools to reach your ideal customer, lead you to living your dreams and turning a profit, would you follow it? Everyone, every passion has a place in this world and each has the potential to be unstoppable. It's time to buckle up and tune in to your personal strategist, life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chapin Start. Hello, hello, hello everyone from the studio here in Atlanta, Georgia. This is Lindy Chapin Start, your host of Unstoppable. I am the owner and creative director here at Unstoppable Studios. And I'm sure you all know my story by now. I think I preach marketing every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And when I say preach, I mean get up on my soapbox and preach, 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 like a good pastor would. Um, and today's not going to be any different. Let's <laughs> just tell you the truth. It's not going to be any different. Um, actually, before we get started, I'll share with you. I had a great call with my friend and coach, Michael Milberg, at um, Da Vinci a couple of days ago. Oh my gosh, this week is going by so fast. Maybe it was yesterday. And we talked a lot about goal setting for 2019 and kind of wrangling your priorities. And he helped me get clear on what my top goals, overarching goals need to be. Not the many ones that you break down things into, you know, piles. <laughs> but, but the overarching goals. And one of the things that is a heal for me next year is to step more into my trade role, which in all honesty, I'm a project manager at heart. That's what I'm good at whiteboard, give me a calendar. Um, I started out in construction a year ago, so can build a house from foundation to roof and finishes <laughs> and know exactly how to schedule everything. Um, it's just it's it's what I'm proficient at. I'm really good at project management. Um, so thinking, well, I you know what I would love to do is continue to be able to help people. But at the same time, I want to be able to step back and take more of a project management role and work with staff and contractors to actually fulfill job orders. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to make it as simple as possible, I guess, in communicating that. And communicating that to the universe. I, I know in my space, the universe is like the ears are open all the time. Um, so I have to be careful what I wish for, as my mom said. Be careful what you wish for, Lindy. Use your words. And she was right. Oh, my gosh, was she right. Um, anyway, I want to step back into this sort of project management role. And um, SEO kind of came up as one of those things. It's what I'm talking about today. SEO is not for the novice. Um, this is something that's very, very strategic in your design, your brand's design, your website's design, your blog post, your social media optimization. It, um, let me back up for a second. SEO is the acronym for Search Engine Optimization. There is also SMO, which is Social Media Optimization. But we're going to talk about SEO today and things you have to pull over and some tips um, but again, it's it's not for the novice. And when I was, it was funny, I was doing research for the show, like I always do, trying to wrap my head around exactly what it was I wanted to convey to y'all, because it's another one of those topics that I could, you know, you seriously could talk about it for days. There's so much information and so many layers to how this works. So how do you, how do you snippet everything? How do you make it simple? I tell you, I, I happened up on this guy He'd written a brilliant article, just had some really great tips. Um, and I'll share that with you. If my sweet computer will allow me to. Um, anyway, he had some great tips, but when he was talking about it, he brought up um, Udemy. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Udemy. It's not like lynda.com. It's on-demand learning. Um, it's U-D-E-M-Y.com. 
I'm going to tell you, if you're a small business owner and this is something you want to try on your own, start by taking, and it's hours of commitment, <laughs> start by finding the top-rated courses on Udemy and Linda and going through them, comparing notes, uh, and getting a, your head wrapped around copywriting for SEO or SEO copywriting or however you want to frame that. Um, it is it's interesting, challenging, and again, it is not for everybody, certainly not for beginners. And finding the, the right balance between um, finding the right balance between good copy, like really well written copy, and optimization that Mother Google can find you quickly and organically, so you don't have to pay up with AdWords. Um, it's it's challenging. Again, it's fun, <laughs> but finding that balance is a challenge. So, um, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, first things first, let's talk about SEO copywriting strategy. Um, <laughs> so Google's like the know-it-all from junior high, right? It's know everything and get you the right connection in the fastest amount of time. So SEO writing strategy is sort of a best practice for boosting your online content in Google search results. So does that make sense? So if you search up your business using keywords, now hopefully you rank number one or at least on the first page using your actual brand. I believe if you Googled Unstoppable Start Studios right now, I should show up front and center. There aren't many of us out there. <laughs> it's, it's just me. Um, but if you searched up digital marketing in Atlanta or uh, digital marketing for small business, I would not rank in the number one position. There's a lot of competition out there for what I do. Um, so just something, if you, if you have a lot of competition, <laughs> then um, ranking high organically. Organically means bullets, like the ones that show you. You see the ads at the top and the bottom on Google have little ad, the little ad square in the corner. This is ad. Um, organic is anything between that. Anything in between that. So now that the internet has grown to be what it is, which is billions upon billions upon trillions upon gazillions of information, um, it it becomes harder and harder to rank that way. And you, you'll find that out. I mean, if you search for something really generic, you'll get content all the way back to 2014, 2016, 2013. It's all over the board. So, um, yeah, it's, it's critical that you think strategically when you are dealing with content and design. So when you're writing, there are things to consider. So we're going to call these the secrets of video copywriting. Keywords are words that entered into a search bar to find relevant content. We do it all the time. And now it's turned into voice search because we've got the Alexas and the Googles and the series of the world, right? So when you're interested in learning about, say, whales, you probably start by searching a whale's proper name, like Orca. That's a keyword. So what's the secret? If you know your audience, you can develop a list of keyword phrases that might correlate to that niche topic. Someone interested in orcas might also search for whales in captivity, sea world, gration. Now that might not be your niche, but if it is, by all means, write in that direction. Okay? So, the second secret is not to get confused. It is uh, very confusing the way that it shakes out if you don't know it. 
inside and out. Um, there are things called, are there, yeah, this is what they're called, latent some indexing keywords. Those are LSI for short, LSI keywords. They're the same as your regular keywords. Um, so if someone searches ORCA, ORCA is the keyword. So when Google responds to that keyword, you will see items come up that have like bolded words that aren't the same as your word, say killer whale in this particular instance, um, that Google considered relevant or similar to what you were looking for. Google's a smart cookie. That's why it's taken over the world. Um, so Google will bold killer whale and any other related keyword in its search results. That is a semantic keyword. <laughs> okay, to find them, like if you want to figure out how to develop some keywords, a little keyword research, type your keyword into the search engine and look at the bolded words that come up in your results. It's kind of an interesting way to do it. Another interesting way to do this, and this is one of the suggestions from the guy, and I'm going to go find the article in a minute so I can name, and I apologize for not having that readily available. Um was to go to Udemy, put in what it is that you want to learn about. Could be anything, playing guitar, playing piano, SEO, um, AdWords, whatever. Put in, sort your results by rating, five stars, four stars, three stars. Go to the top ones. Find out who has the highest number of students signed up to take a course because something sold these guys on taking this course through their text and see if there are keywords that are relevant to this thing that you're offering. I thought that was kind of interesting. That's kind of a fun little trick. I'll just call that the, the day. And it came from this guy. Bear with me. I'm going to tell you his name. I promise I am. I'm not lying. <laughs> not good. I, I'm going to tell you. It's here. It's in a folder. Y'all quit laughing at me. Um, oh, my heavens. Brian Dean at Linko. The title of the article is SEO Rating, 17 Powerful Secrets, Updated for 2018. It was quite clever. Uh, I really kind of like his his take on things. So check that article out when you get a backlink-o. Backlinks are one of those things we're going to get into a little bit about today. So... Yes, I believe that was Brian Dean, just to verify that. Um, so, moving on to secret number three. Oh, well, yeah, moving on to secret number three. So, uh, have you ever heard of long-tail keywords? Hmm. They're uh, search terms used to get more specific search results. And I can tell you when you're working in AdWords, um, it's really interesting the way that Google has this set up that you can make things exact things, exact words, or you can make it broad words. Um, it's fascinating to work in AdWords. It's a very um, analytical view of keywords and keyword searches. So, you know what? It's time to take a break. So why don't we finish up with secret number three when we get back. You're listening to Unstoppable on Inspired Choices Network. If you have any questions, please feel free to call in, uh, jump into the chat room. We'll be here and we'll be back in.
We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Welcome back to Unstoppable. This is Lindy Chapin-Start, and it is a lovely Wednesday here in the studio. Um, we are talking all about SEO today, or as much SEO as we can cram into an hour. Um, we were talking about long-tail keywords when we went to break. And long-tail keywords are helpful in getting you more specific search results. Okay, that's generic. So to our, our fun whale example, <laughs> if you search orca, you're going to get all sorts of results, resort types, missions, uh, wikis, all that fun stuff. Um, and things will come up like biology of whales. So you can refine... Your search, say if you're in whale training, you could you could search how are whales trained or top whales to train. So you can get a little bit more specific and Google will look for those more specific words or that search string built into the content that you are hoping to find. This beneath this deep blue sea. You can discover long tail keyword typing your keyword into the search bar and waiting to hit enter. Have you ever noticed like you're typing away and you see this little weird little wind pop up and it's got all these little different search strings in there? Well, those are long tail keywords. So it's kind of fun to see the things that you could be searching for. And maybe it'll help you refine stuff. Maybe it'll help you find stuff faster. Who knows how you'll be using it, but it's a great tool. All right, and the best hidden secret. None of this works well if your content is poorly written, irrelevant, or just plain old blends in. Well, that beige. Um, SEO copywriting can help you get noticed, but you'll quickly lose momentum if your doesn't immediately engage your audience and answer their questions. Here's another fun tip from that article, and I forgot what Brian called them. Bucket busters or something weird. <laughs> it was this neat little trick to keep people engaged content. It was almost like a call to action with a colon 
in places in your content, people might fall off, get bored, want to move away. It was almost like um, you start out telling secrets to whale watching and you get to that point where, no, yawn, orcas, orcas are prevalent in the northwestern United States. Yawn. Look, let me show you something, colon. Here's some more information. But wait, look, let me show you, colon. Here's some more information. So if you have <laughs> content that you're scrolling through. Now, typically I recommend keeping articles short, blog posts especially. Um, but if you have a lot a lot of things that you want to share, like I do, um, I get really kind of verbal diarrhea sometimes. But um, if you have lots of things to share, keep those hooks in the water. I think you can look at that, right? If you were going to go fish for a whale, drop a hook in the water. I'd really want to catch one. But use those bucket busters. Read the article. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but I just thought that was another really clever. I really like that. So, <laughs> so thanks for your awesome stuff. Um, you don't want to lose momentum if somebody's on your page. You don't want them to skip out right away, like read the first graph and go, eh. If you're a writer, you understand that having the hook in the first paragraph is critical. If you're if you're writing a novel and you don't have your hook written in the first, I'm going to call it 1,800 words, um, then you're going to lose readers right away. So... Keep that in the back of your mind. You don't have that much blog post in a novel. And some people might be devoted fans and just go, oh, I'm in a whole thing because I love you. John Grisham, I'll read everything because I love you. Michael Crichton, same. Sorry, Miss. Um, <laughs> y'all are, are learning a lot about me today. So if you take those first three secrets and apply them to a well-written article, then you create this goal. Write good content, use proper SEO copywriting, people will share it. If they share it, it will rank higher in Google. When it ranks higher, more people will see it and share it. Isn't that awesome? That you want. So a professional SEO copywriter can make this look effortless, but the truth is that it takes time, skill, and dedication. Get someone good in your corner, and you'll have Google working for you in no time. That is the truth of that. So that's content writing. Oh, and content writing. So <laughs> SEO, we're going to dive into another layer. Let's talk about developing a website. And again, I'm talking to small business owners who do this stuff themselves hire a contractor. You don't have a huge budget, so let's keep it simple. Let's use the Wixes and the Squares of the world, the GoDaddies, the Homesteads. Um, there are certain things that are within your control when you're developing a website. All of this goes to SEO, and SEO goes to all of this. And I'm going to give you the quick bullet points, and then I'm going to come back and talk about each one like I have a habit doing. Your URL, your meta title tag, your meta description, your heading tags, H1 to H3, Wix goes all the way down to H6, your body copy, your image file names, your image alt tags, backlinks, and how frequently you update your site. Those are all things that Mother Google is looking for. All right, so let's tackle this. URL, number one, um, you want a branded URL, a keyword URL. I'm not gonna lie about that. I know it sounds ridiculous and it might even sound redundant. However, um, these are important pieces of the SEO puzzle. 
<laughs> I came across a good one yesterday. Uh, it's a new vendor of mine, Sign Company in New York. He has like a trade show division. He has a signage division and he has his branded stuff. So he had the company name as the URL. We'll just say Signs R Us. SignsRS.com. But then he had, so Signs R Us is good, right? It's got signs in there. But imagine taking that a little bit further. Trade show signage design printing dot com. It's long, not going to lie to you. But you just got trade show sign design and printing in a URL. And my guess, every one of those keywords is going to be used in your back-end SEO, your front-end SEO, anything you put up on social media. If you only have your branded URL, think about adding a secondary URL. Most sites you can point uh, more than one to the site. It's not a big deal. Just keep that in the back of your mind. If you have different, um, we'll talk about languages another day, but if you have different landing pages, um, you can create unique URLs for these landings. You see realtors do it all the time. Address for sale. You know, address of property for sale. Um, you can do that with just about anything. So if you have um, a product, if you have a line of products, say leather purses, um, leather coats, and leather pillows. You can have a branded URL for each one. It's no biggie. They all come back to the same place. You can point them all to the same and people would know up front what they're getting. Make sense? So yeah, secondary URLs are huge. Um, before we get into talking about meta title tags and meta descriptions, let's go ahead. Uh, you are listening to Lindy Chafin Start on Unstoppable. I hope you're enjoying your mini workshop on SEO today. And we'll be back in just a minute. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by life purpose coach and marketing maven, Lindy Chafin Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur, or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unstoppable. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, I will throw it out there. If you're all interested in having somebody take a look at your SEO or run an SEO audit on your website, any content, um, please feel free to reach out to me through my website. It's unstoppablestart.com. I would love to hear from you and help you with any uh, SEO issues you'd be having. Now, so we're talking, <laughs> I don't even know if we're going to think that I have here in today. Um, we were talking about URLs, having your primary and your secondary branded, and then obviously SEO'd, multiple. Uh, we were going to get into meta titles and meta descriptions. So, so, um, if you're using, it's handled totally different in WordPress, and I'm not going to talk about WordPress 
today. But if you're using, again, the Squarespace, the Wix, the Homestead, um, the GoDaddy de designers of the world, they give you an opportunity to create a page name, page title, and a description. It is typically in that space where you can see the links to your pages and there's the little three dots and you click on the three dots and it says SEO. It's pretty, pretty simple to find if you're in your builder. Um, you want to consider certain things with your title tags. One is length. Length is pretty critical. You usually don't have many characters, including spaces, so maybe 50 to 60 at the most. Um, keep that in mind. Your most important keywords for the page, now mind you, you want to create different SEO for each page when it comes to tags, titles, and descriptions. Okay, and it has to be relevant to that page. So if you have a home page, if you have an about us page, if you have a contact us page, you see how they're all different. One talks about your story, one talks about who you are and how you got there, and the other one talks about how to reach you. So have your most important key words first in your title tag with your least important keywords last. Make sure your brand name is in there. Put it at the end of the title tag, right? Um, if I had a website that had a separate page for web design, print media, um, oh my goodness, all of the 1,100 things that I do, my title tags would look very different, but each would end with Unstoppable Start Studios. My contact us page would not only have Unstoppable Start Studios, but have my city and state. Okay, you know, getting the gist. It's not horrible, but it's just things you have to, it's things you have to write towards, things you have to, you just have to put yourself in somebody else's shoes, your customer's shoes, how are going to find you? Um, you want to make it relevant to the content of the page. Again, if it's about you, and this is, Lindy CV, or this is about Lindy. Don't get all keywordy. <laughs> okay, I know that sounds weird when we're talking about keywords, but there's this thing called keyword stuffing. Back in the day, and I'm going to tell you a story, and I've seen, I still see it on websites today because they think they can trick the system, but it doesn't. Google sees it now. They used to not. Back, I'm going back a few years. But you used to be able to take your keywords and using a builder, you could create a little text box and put in all these keywords. And you could either make them invisible. If your page background was white, you could make them white. They would still be there. Google would still see them. Or you could them super tiny, like a two-point font. And they would just look like a line. <laughs> it's rather clever. The same thing kind of happens in... Um, title tags. So they're badly written. They try to rank for everything, repeat a word over and over. Um, it's horrible offense. And it is the last thing you want to do. And I promise you, if you do it, you will be blessed. That's going to look like your bottom line. There is not a keyword or a key police. But it will come back and bite you in the butt. So don't do it. And On each of these pages, when <laughs> you are um, creating header tags, and we're going to talk about those in a minute, but just to kind of jump ahead a split second, like, just like that, um, if you can tie your H1 tag, heading header 1 tag, into your tag, your page's meta tag, or meta title tag, then yay, yeah, yeah. one plus one equals a positive search result. 
Okay. Those are meta title tags. You know where to find them. You know what to do. Now go do it. The meta description, kind of the ish thing, you just have more space to do it. So get into a little bit more detail. Again, no keyword stuffing. It's great to use your keywords, but actually say something about the page. So when those lovely results pop up in Google, there's like the headline that's blue, and then there's the little body content. That's your meta title and your meta of your page. That's what Google sees on the back end. So if you show up in a search result, you don't want it to look like a bunch of garbled stuff that humans cannot conceive of except to go word, 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 word. I searched this word, 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 but I need to know something a little bit more about this word than just name, right? <laughs> so write something. Use your language and write. Okay, so that's your description. Now, on your web pages, and <laughs> I'm going to say this as gently as possible. Um, you have, when you're creating your web pages, you have your font. In Squarespace, you have heading one, heading two, heading three, normal, normal. Um, they are pre-designed for whatever template you chose, unless you're creating from scratch. Wix is pretty much the same way. Wix gives you um, heading one through heading six, so H1, H, H3, H4, H5, H6, copy, I think they call it copy, or they call it a copy, something like that, or paragraph. And it could be paragraph one, paragraph two, paragraph three, and it's three different font sizes. Most people will tell you H1 through H3, H1 through H6, it doesn't matter to your SEO, these are in order or not. Um, to web developers who are very analytical people, there is a hierarchy to a website. And H1 needs to be at the top of the page, and H6 needs to be at the bottom. I kind of that bur. Template designers could give a care less. So pay attention. If you pull a template and you want there to be a hierarchy to your heading tags, make sure you go back and change them the way you want them to be. The easiest way to do this is go into your site styles and everything across the entire site changes all at one time. If you do not do that, what's going to happen is you're going to have to change it every time you use it. So H1 might look like it's in this font and this size on this page, but H1 might look totally different, different font, different size, different color, whatever, on another page. Handle that in your site styles, and then you don't have to worry about anything. But there's a point to having H1 through H6. H1 is the most relevant keyword content on your page. Top of the food chain, the hill. H1 needs to be the most, wherever it shows up on the page. I don't care if it's three paragraphs down and you don't want a page hierarchy. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. But it has to be what's most relevant to your page. Just by I was working on a therapist website um, yesterday. <laughs> I was walking through the site with the therapist who is very much not a shoot your horn kind of guy. Great guy. But he's just, he's very humble and he need his name up in lights. Fair enough. But his H1 tag was the name of the practice and his name, first and last name. Does it have to be like that? If you want Google to find you, <laughs> then yes, it has you like that. So when you're creating your pages, try to think in that direction. Okay, so that's um, header text. Now the body copy, it's another one of those things. Do your work in advance. We've talked, to, I think we've talked about this before. Do, do some key research around what it is that you're selling. We've definitely talked about it before today. If you sell leather handbags, 
then look up leather handbags or find word search tool. Google has one. Moz has one. They're all over the place. And see what kind of keywords come up if you leather purse, leather handbag. Obviously, purse and handbag are going to show up. Women's purse, they're going to come up with all sorts of phrases. Um, man purse, leather, cowhide, uh, suede. Um, who knows what results you're going to get. I don't use that keyword very often, so I can't just jump in there and give a bunch of them, but you get the gist. So do your keyword research. Create your tags. Create your back-end SEO. Write your body copy for humans to read, no algorithms. Make it compelling. Sprinkle in those words. It's going to add credibility. Um, Google's going to see it and see that you're actually talking about what you're talking about. And hopefully your organic rank will improve. But that's not the end of it. There's more. <laughs> oh, my heaven. So everybody has pictures on their websites, and they're pretty pictures, and that's great. Um, Google also sees that image's file name which should end in something like .jpg, .jpg or .png, file name, .extension. And it's also going to see the alt text. Now, alt text is critical, and you need to know this, and I'm going to tell you. Google sees the alt text, but that alt text is necessary, say, for um, a vision-impaired person to go to your website. You don't want them necessarily to just see, I'm using air quotes, <laughs> the body copy or have the body copy read to them. You want them also to know that you have images available describing the product or service that you offer. So name your files appropriately. It's very easy. Move If you need to just copy them, have them in one place as their original file name so you know what's what. But then move it into a file. Name everything for your website. Homepage, image one, um, what it's about. It plays with ball. The image alt text would be company name, boy plays with ball, bill $3.99. Use it to your advantage is what I'm here. Okay, so we're going to go to our last break. You're listening to Unstoppable with Chafe and Start on Inspired Choices Network. Um, again, feel free to call in, reach out via the chat room if you have any questions, and we'll be back in just a minute. We all wish we had a few extra hours and a few less things to do in our hurried days. By tuning into Unstoppable, Hosted by Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start, you'll hear success stories of how other entrepreneurs have uncovered their passions and learned to live a balanced, purposeful life. You'll receive tips and tools to market and grow your business, wrangle the chaos, and design the life you've dreamt of. Learn how to be unstoppable by tuning in to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time. This is Unstoppable with Life Purpose Coach and Marketing Maven, Lindy Chafin-Start. If you have a question about marketing your small business or finding balance as an entrepreneur or you're just trying to get up the courage to do your own thing, let Lindy know. You can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. Now, back to Unstoppable. And welcome back, everybody. If you can hear me giggling through the commercials, it's because my big cat has crawled up into my lap and uh, the little attention. So if I get muted <laughs> or disconnected, don't be surprised because it just means she sat on my computer. Um, 
All right. So we were talking, we're thinking about SEO all day and we've touched on the high points and we're talking about web design right now and making sure you're, uh, I want to make sure that you've got the, the gist of it as far as the SEO, what you have control over SEO wise. We talked about your URL using the secondary URL, meta tags, descriptions, heading tags, body copy. They talked about image file names and image alt tags. I know boy and ball weren't the best examples. We could have gone back to the women's purse, leather purse um, sort of example. You can get into uh, brown, let's see, women's brown leather handbag purse and a price even. Um, But those things are important not only for Google, but also for the entirety of your audience, be it of everybody who could be looking for you. Um, and those, you know, those those tags are important to the vision impaired. Now, backlink. Oh, um, backlink exchanges, backlinks, do not, I cautionary tale, do not, do not use People who say will write a post and get it on 50 different backlink sites. Um, yay, you, that you can do that. And, oh, you'll do that for me for what? $20? Sure. Google will see that. No. Mm-mm. Don't do it. Because that they put that stuff up on are not relevant sites necessarily. I don't want my little boutique Atlanta-based digital agency showing up in Mandarin Chinese in a site that only wonderful Chinese people can see. Do I want to do business in China? Oh, sure. In the grand scheme of things, no, I don't. I really don't. I like my little business. And I want to keep it within the confines of me not having to travel abroad necessarily to do this work. So when you do your backlinks, all you have to do is look up um, sites where you can submit a blog post. Lots of things will turn up. Um Create your post, put it on your site, share it out via social media, share it out to sites that accept content. Um, Tumblr is a good one, just by example. And let those backlinks leave. Now, Another thing you can do here is to create partnerships, clients with business owners. Um, Create partnerships. Ask them to post some content for you that links back to your website. It's not difficult to do. You go to networking events, I'm sure, once a month, once every two months. Exchange a card, pick up the phone, make a call. Hey, if I write a blog post for your site... Could I link back to my site in that blog post? Would you put it on your on your site and let it link back to me? That would be awesome. I'm happy to do the same for you. Who knows what kind of relationships you can build doing business like that, right? I know it's a little outside the norm, but it, to me, doing business is, is an exchange of ideas and concepts and Practical things, and this is one of those practical things. <laughs> all right. We've covered it all that we were going to cover today. I can't believe we got it through. The last thing, though, currency. Currency, not not monetary currency, but the frequency in which you update your site is critical to your SEO. So... Be sure adding content, changing content, manipulating content, adding images. It's easy to do in a retail 
products change constantly. Sales happen, come and go. Um, in the in service industries, it's a little bit different. Websites are more like con cards than they are like sales machines. They're lead generators. So it's a little different. But your content can change by adding a blog post. Uh, if you offer class, it can change with the date and time of the class to stay relevant. Have many clients who do this, workshops, classes, seminars, seminars. <laughs> um, trying to think of ways that you can do this. Just changing up your content, rearranging some things, adding some special offerings. I have one client who um, every now and then will add a banner as a colleague of hers is looking for uh, patients, providers to participate in study. So think about those things. When you think about your website, we're coming up on the end of the year again. Um, I've talked about this before. It's time to do some strategic plan 2019. As you've already heard after chatting with my my colleague, Mel Melberg, um, I've been doing some of my own strategic planning, trying to get my legs under me for next year because it's going to be here. And uh, I need to be ready, and you need to be ready. So that's it for SEO. You've got it. The things you can control, the things you can't, the things to consider. I've enjoyed sharing all of this information with you, and I will look forward to doing it again next week. I hope you'll join me then. Till then, be unstoppable. Thank you for being Inspired Choices Network's most valuable asset and for tuning in to Unstoppable. Host Lindy Chafin-Start will return next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time with more valuable tips to support you and your small business. Until then, be unstoppable. <laughs>